Hello, this is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 116, 1 Samuel, chapters 29 to 31. If you enjoy this podcast, consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash bfw. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. I think this is the last episode of 1 Samuel. It is indeed. I don't know how I knew that. Yeah, I don't know either. Maybe you've been reading ahead. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do we want to finish this up, this First Samuel thing? I think we should. You know, I kind of forgot what happened last time, though. What was it? Saul was sleeping in a tent, and David snuck in. Didn't cut off his skirt, but took his water bottle and his spear, I think. And do I pass that test? Yes, Carol, you passed the test. Great. <laughs> so I think we should just move on with what's going on with David and his buddies who are really the Israelites' enemies. Yeah, we should do that. Okay. Chapter 29, verse 1. As the Israelites and Philistines were preparing for war, some of the Philistines were wary of David and his men. They said to King Achish, what are these Hebrews doing with us? <laughs> Send him back to the city you gave him. Otherwise, when we go into battle, he'll cut off the heads of our soldiers to reconcile himself with Saul. Mm, those guys are thinking. Yeah. And the city that he gave him was, was that Kit Kat? <laughs> Zik, Ziklag? Okay. Pretty close. Yeah. Isn't this the guy... The dancing girls sang about saying, Saul slew his thousands and David his tens of thousands. Yeah, so even the Philistines have heard about that song. Yeah. <laughs> he has a reputation that precedes him, that guy. Yeah. So King Achish called David and said to him, I'd like you to fight the Israelites with us, but the lords don't trust you. David was disappointed. He said to Achish, I've always been willing to fight against the enemies of my lord, the king. Akish replied, I know, you're an angel to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, but the Philistine princes won't fight with you. So David and his men returned to the land of the Philistines, and the Philistines went to fight the Israelites. Okay, chapter 30, verse 1. When David returned to Ziklag, he found that it had been burned by the Amalekites. His city was burned while he was away. Yeah, and those Amalekites, they keep getting destroyed. You know, just one genocide after another, but they come back. Yes, they do. <laughs> um, they're like those um, Swatamol. No, what is that called? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I know what you're talking about. Whack-a-mole? Whack-a-mole, yes. Yeah, I don't really know much about that. But <laughs> could be, yeah. But the Amalekites are enemies of the Israelites and of the Philistines? Uh, probably. Okay. They're definitely enemies of the Amalekites, and God really hates them, right? God hates them, uh -huh. and it's everyone's duty to kill them whenever they find them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And we can't really figure out why. Oh, yeah, we know why. During why? the Exodus, they didn't let them go across their land. Oh. They oh. fought them. There were also others who didn't let them go across their land. God doesn't have the same feeling towards them. Uh... Pretty much. It's just a little bit even more. Oh, it's, okay. I mean, he, he, God doesn't seem to like anyone much. 
except for the Hebrews, the Israelites, when they're behaving themselves, when they're obeying him. He seems uh -huh. to like them. But otherwise, he doesn't like anybody but, but them. Yeah. But he especially hates the Amalekites. No question about that. He's very clear no. about it. Okay. Verse 2. The Amalekites didn't kill anyone. Yeah, they didn't kill anyone. Okay, but they took everyone captive, including David's wives, Abigail and Ahinoam. Yeah. Isn't that strange that the Amalekites didn't kill anyone? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the Amalekites here sound like they're pretty... Nice, nice people. Relatively speaking, because mm. every time the Israelites get anywhere near them, they kill them all. Yeah. Anyway, David and the people wept until they couldn't weep anymore. Aw. Then the people decided to stone David to death. <laughs> <laughs> the people of his town. Uh-huh. Yeah, his people are going to stone him to death because he went away, I guess, to talk to King Achish or whatever. Yeah. And when he came back, the, the place was destroyed. Uh-huh. Well, not destroyed. They, all the it people were... It was burned. Were, it was burned, and the people were captured. Yeah. So whoever was left, I guess, wanted to stone David, David. to death. Yeah, interesting. Boy. So David asked God via ephod, so the magic eight ball. Yeah, actually, I left a couple verses out here. He asked the priest to uh, get the ephod for him mm -hmm. so that he can ask God what to do. Okay, so he's asking God, mm -hmm. should I pursue and overtake the Amalekites? God answered, yes, pursue them. You'll overtake them and get all your stuff back. Hmm. Let's see how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> so David and 400 of his men took off after the Amalekites. Well, here's what I don't get. Yeah. He still has 600 men. Still has 600, yeah. And like he never loses any men in battle. No. Or he acquires more and they're not telling us about yeah, it. He pretty much keeps it at 600, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the other 200 he left behind since they were just too tired to kill people. You know, that is a tiring job. It is. <laughs> so when they found them, they smote the Amalekites from dawn to dusk until there wasn't anyone left there to kill, except for the usual 400 who escaped on camels. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, because they need a few in order to pop no, back up. No, I don't up. think so. I don't think they're worried about that like they were with the Benjaminites. Uh -huh. But there was the 400. Who escaped on yeah, camels. Or was it 600? I don't know. I, I was kind of making a little joke there. It doesn't actually say the usual 400, but 400 escaped okay. on camels. After the slaughter, David recovered all of the stuff that the Amalekites took, including his two wives. Some men of Belial, who were among the 400 that slaughtered the Amalekites, said, those who didn't go with us shouldn't get any of the spoil. You know, that makes sense to me. I mean, you're putting <laughs> life at risk and you're fighting from dawn to dusk, don't you think? You're a, you're a one of you'd be like one of those men of Belial. Then, yes, right? I would be. Sometimes I am a woman of Belial. <laughs> yeah. But David said the two hundred who were too tired to go with him would get just as much of the spoil as the four hundred who participated in the slaughter. Okay, presumably, some of the four hundred can stay behind on the next fight. Yeah, I think it's kind of a like taking a little vacation, paid vacation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And ever since then, it's been a statute of Israel. Everyone shares in war booty, even those who didn't do the killing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Then David visited some of his friends who were elders of Judah and said to them, Here's a present for you from the spoil of the enemies of God. I wonder what it was that they gave him. Like a little token? <laughs> or they brought along a bunch of cows or something? Yeah, I don't know. It's, that's a good question. It could, be, it could be animals or maybe some clothes or maybe some jewelry. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can kind of see what he's doing. He's trying to win favor with the uh, Israelites. The Israelites. Because he doesn't have a home. He's, he's thinking, you know, that someday, someday I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to come back and take over. Yeah. So he did the same to his friends in 13 other cities. Okay, he's thinking ahead here. Yep. Chapter 31. The Philistines fought against Israel and killed Saul's sons, Jonathan, Abinadab, and Melchishua. When King Saul was hit by an arrow, he said to his armor bearer, Well, wait a second, Steve. Yeah. I want to go back to that first line. Yeah. His three sons are killed yeah. in a battle. Yeah. Jonathan, what I always thought was David's lover. Well, that's a little strong. Could well, be. Some of the listeners might yeah, agree No, it with might me. be. I don't know. He was definitely a, a very good friend. Well, they're just lumping him in with, uh, oh, Abinadab and Melchushua, which name I yeah, can Yeah, well, remember pronounce. the last episode ended with Saul being brought back to life, I think, right? Oh. I'm not Samuel being brought okay. back to yes, life. Yes, yes, yes. And say, telling him, you know, why did he bring me back? Yeah, I'm And then tired. he gave him the bad news. <laughs> You're going to die tomorrow. Tomorrow, you and your son, so you'll be with me. Uh-huh. So that's it's kind of a prophecy, almost like this is sort of God doing this. Well, I get the process that he finds out about it, but Jonathan, like he's a pretty important guy. Yeah. In the Bible. Oh yeah, but he's he's dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dies right here. All right. So um, when King Saul was hit by an arrow, he said to his armor bearer, "Kill me with your sword, so no uncircumcised Philistine will find and kill me." But his armor-bearer wouldn't do it, so Saul fell on his own sword. Mm, that's where that expression comes from. It might from. be, actually. Jeepers, that would be pretty awful, because I don't think that's too easy. You have to like push yeah, yourself on your awful. sword. Yeah, Because mm-hmm. you don't really fall on a sword. It's not like you're coming down from six, 12 feet high. Yeah, but yeah. Oh. All right. So when Saul's armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he also committed suicide by falling on his sword. Ah. Oh. So Saul and his three sons died on the same day. That was a big day. Saul, the king. Yeah, just like Samuel said he would. They would. Yeah. When the Israelite soldiers saw that Saul and his sons were dead, they all ran away. And the Philistines occupied the abandoned Israelite cities. When the Philistines saw Saul's body, they cut off his head and took his armor. And then they sent Saul's head round about to show off their victory in the house of their gods. They put Saul's armor in a house and nailed his body to a wall. This is my my medal or my trophy. Yeah. When the men of Jabesh heard about what the Philistines had done with Saul's body, they snatched the bodies of Saul and his sons and burned them. Then they buried the bones under a tree. And that's the end of 1 Samuel. The end of Saul and his sons. Yeah. Okay, there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. But we're just going to let our listeners do with it what they may. Yeah, and, you know, the, this is going to continue the same process kind of stuff. You know, 
in the next in the next book. Oh, Second, second Samuel. And why is there Second Samuel? Samuel's dead, right? Yeah. Why was it called Samuel? Uh-huh. The book of Samuel? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it when you're honest with me. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> you are mm, what is it? Like I always think that you know so much. And then sometimes you say, I don't know. I don't know. You're human. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm just reading this like everybody else. Oh, but you've read it a lot more times than we have. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Thanks, honey. Uh-huh. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thanks, listeners, for um, sharing in our little Bible reading project. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.